0: G'day everyone and welcome to this week's guest, Elkie Hughes. Elkie, how are you? Great. How are you? Good. Now you said this is your virginal podcast experience, Absolutely. so I'll be, I'll be gentle. <laughs> thank uh, you. <laughs> thank you for uh, putting your trust in me to have this first interview. Um, just because you haven't been interviewed does not lessen the no- wealth of knowledge that you have from all your experiences, so I'm very much looking forward to to diving deeper into your story and your expertise. So, um, yeah, let's do it. So, where do we start? Well, okay, we start here. Those listening won't be getting it on the date, but we are recording this just after 11 o'clock on the 11th of the 11th, uh, 22 and we were just talking before we hit record about our, our stories around numbers and so on. Uh, you say it was 11 years since a pretty major event for you, 11 years for me to the day that I received an email that completely changed my life. So it's pretty cool that uh, that both of us have in the call. So is, uh, let's start with uh, exactly that, numerology. Like have you always had an interest in – Numbers yeah, is it a yeah. yeah yeah from a young age
1: it's been eleven eleven for so long yeah from a young age and um, more recently in the in the last few years I'll, I'll look at my clock at two 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 three 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 four 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 five 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 and I have days where I literally on the hour or like not like the fifty five or the you know yeah. and it it does freak me out
0: it's cool what's and, going on
1: what are you trying to tell me
0: yeah and plenty of people listening yeah. will identify with that for sure uh once you once you know you can't unknow and it's amazing how these things happen i was talking about how i'd been seeing ones and twos so the 1111s have gone but i've been seeing uh 1112 or 211 or 212 or whatever that's been the the repeat and uh and then realizing, yes, we are doing this on the 11th, 11th, 22. Pretty cool. So i have to sit with what that message is. But maybe it was just the lead up to the, today's day. Who knows? Maybe. At um, a really basic level, to me, it's like if people are, like, listening, going, oh, it's all a bit out there and, you know, just coincidences and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, absolutely fine. It's like with anything. You'll get signs. Life will show you signs. Life will give you different nudges make of it what you will and yes. it's not for anyone else to tell you that you're right or wrong or whatever it's just if it's meaningful for you that it's then it's meaningful so would you agree with that given Absolutely. your background and
1: definitely definitely and it and it's different for everyone like as you said if it resonates for you I find that you know you can't no matter what anyone says you can't fault it you know it's so deep within that it's like That's what it is for me. I can't um, unbelieve it, I guess.
0: Yeah. And once you have a a full body experience around that of of confirmation of of that inner knowing, then you don't need anyone else to validate or discredit. Um, You just just know.
1: Absolutely. You just know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you weren't always in the line of work that you're doing now. And we'll get more into your work as an energy healer. So, what was the what was the moment in your life that that really s- just stopped you in your tracks? I guess
1: the moment was when Mum called. I was at work, and she said, "You need to come home. I've got what were her words? They've called me back. They've found a lump, and they think it's cancer, and everything just." Oh. Feeling now like everything just stopped. And yeah. you drop everything and you just go because nothing else is more important. And it was literally yeah. that.
0: Mm. Um, unfortunately for many of us, we have to have those moments to realise that that nothing is more important. And it's funny, yeah. like we know what's most important in those moments, but how often are people running around prioritising other parts of their life which should be way further down the list? Yeah. Is that, is that kind of where you were at at the time?
1: Definitely. Like I was, you know, at the time I was working in advertising, I was having a great time, you know, talked to my mum a couple of times a week. Um, actually, no, at that time I was actually living with mum. I moved back in with her um, in the just before Christmas, funnily enough, and um, she got the call in January. So, We actually had just, it was, I was at the stage of my life where I was 33. And, you know, when you, um, you you start to develop that relationship with your, with your parents, where you become, it it gets deeper. And I was developing that with mum where, you know, as a teenager, you're, you know, your mum's your mum and she tells you all that stuff. But we were starting this amazing relationship and, you know, living together. Was deepening that, and yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. And then everything changes, right? Yeah. 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 It's funny. It's a um, like a similar story for me is like when. I, I was wanting to deepen my relationship with my dad, and then I'm like, oh, when I have children, that'll be the time. And then, like, and then having that moment when you know I ring, I ring home, and he answers, and he's so excited. I'm like, this is going to be great. And then ten months later, he's no longer with us, and it and it's like just floors you. So, so what what was that experience like? So getting the news, you just said like everything stopped. Like, was it like numbness? Was it was it uh, yeah. With your head spinning, like what? What was happening?
1: It was complete fear, shock. Um, I have to pinch myself, like this is too surreal. Like this, it's all those emotions in one. And then, well, Mum lived on the coast, like I was living on the coast, an hour up, like north. And my brother and I jumped in the car the Friday afternoon and took off up. And um, yeah, it was like, yes, you're numb. I, I was numb, but Shock, but scared. I was scared. Hmm. So much fear.
0: Yeah. yeah. The surreal one is is a is a great description. I, I'm not sure I've had someone explain explain like that before, but because it's like this happens to other people, like, and it's exactly like you describe. Is this is this even real? Like this can't yeah. be real. Yeah.
1: And y- and you you know you, you wake up the next day and it's like, yeah, everything's great, and then you're like, oh, actually, no, it's not. You know. It's, yeah and then you're like you go through it all the it's it but that's surreal yeah it's surreal is yeah
0: yeah that you want to you want to wake up and then have it be something else but yeah and then you've got to deal Two with it yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: yeah so what was that journey like like you you were living with your mum so did you throw yourself into supporting her
1: absolutely um Look, I was, I was optimistic and I've always been of the more, you know, your body can heal itself, everything's in nature, like, you know, um, let's look at food and all of that stuff and, you know, the more natural way. Um, but, yeah, I, I very much threw myself into supporting her. I was still working. um and so mom was having chemo every week and i would take her one week my auntie would take her one week work you know i was able to work at home and yeah it was it was 6 months of support and it, yeah it was 6 months and then it was yeah it was fast
0: oh really wow yeah yeah um we'll come back to that i just wanted to ask a little bit about that that process of like so in your head you've got an idea of I mean, how how it um uh, might go um, I imagine that everyone involved that that fear element, right the person who's sick has a fear that well, is this the right thing? is it not the right thing? I mean, even though you've got these alternative views, there might be part of you that's doubting that at the time when a push comes to shove. is that about right? um no,
1: I was more as controversial as this might be. I was more doubting the chemo um, and what that does um and, you know, were there other alternatives that we could look into? But mum was very much, and, and and very much the healing, like the energy as well. Yeah. Um, but I guess for mum that was quite, it wasn't her way. And and I think the hardest thing for me, you know, there's lots of hard moments, very defining ones, but one of the ones was I had to step back like, and understand and realise that this is mum's journey. Like I can't put on her what I want. It's her body and... You know, I've got to support her in let go of what I think and what I might do and support her in however she goes, even though I didn't agree with it. But, you know, and I also have to let her know that, you know, also, you know, not put the pressure on her and and let her know that I didn't agree. You know, you have to hold that in or, or, you know, get that out some other way Um, because you don't want to add that pressure either to her and have her doubt herself.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we, we know that having, going through this, there's no right or wrong and you, and you get things right and you get things wrong, but how you summed it up there is is perfect. It's like it's their journey and yeah. whether it's a, an event like this or just your day-to-day life with the most important yeah. people, you can offer up advice if they ask, but ultimately, the more we can let people have their own journey and, and let go of the, the yeah. control... Uh, the better everything flows anyway. Yeah,
1: it really does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's six months. Like, did it feel way too fast?
1: Look, it's, you know, times that thing, right? Times, it's a funny thing. Um, it did feel fast because, you know, it's like, you know, and at the time we didn't know it was going to be six months, like right. at all. We 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 thought she was going to go into marish, remission and, and all of that. So at the beginning, you know, it was a stage four diagnosis. Um, but, you know, we had hope and all of that. Um, so, yes, it was fast. But the more time I was able to spend with her, there, time slowed down in the moments where we were spending time together.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, again, time's fascinating thing. It's we can get too caught in it, but what you described there—that that's what presence feels like. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter if that was a thousand days or or an hour. Like when you're able to have that full presence, then time does slow down, and and you are just so immersed in it that that's what life's about, right?
1: It's it's incredible. It's such an amazing feeling.
0: Yeah. yeah. And what a blessing for you to have that time with your mum. Oh, it's so amazing. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it's. I just want to share this. Like, it was really interesting because I moved back in with her because I wanted to save money. I was going off to Uganda to do mission work. And so I'm like, I'll move back in with mum. You know, we'll spend time together. And, you know, and she was missing me. She was living on her own. And so I was like, yep, yeah, let's do this. And literally, day, you know, a month later, and people were like, did you guys know, like, is that why you moved back in? And I'm like, no, I just knew that I had to be with mum. And, again, it's that knowing, like, I knew I had to be there, but I didn't know. I thought it was to, for me, I thought, you know, I thought it was to benefit me, but mm. it was really to support her.
0: Mm. Uh, it's that, that saying, like, hindsight's twenty twenty. but it's yeah. also like the joining the dots. You know, Steve Jobs had that, that speech when he talked about, it, you can't join the dots looking forward. But you can join them looking back, and whether you put your faith in life or karma or the universe or whatever it is, it's like you the more you can have that trust that it will work out. Yeah. But how amazing is it to, to look back at at that of isn't it? Because you can, as I'm sure we'll get into, you can look at grief through all these dark lenses, but when you can get to that point where you can find the blessings and the and the joy in it, well, then that changes the whole situation.
1: It really does, and that's my experience. Crazy, is yeah. it? Sounds. Yeah.
0: So when it gets closer to the date, that it's was it suddenly like, oh, your mum's pretty sick. Like, was it an ease? Like, like I know you said it all happened pretty quickly, but and you didn't know. But was she still like going pretty well, and then suddenly went downhill, or how does it all? She was unfold? going pretty
1: well, and then. Um, it, the chemo wasn't shrinking, it was shrinking the tumour, but not as quickly or as much as the doctor would have liked or the oncologist would have liked. Um, So he put her on another chemo and that she got really sick from that. Um, And gosh, within a month or two, she was not, she didn't have the energy. Um, And so anyway, it was my turn to take her to chemo and I had to wheel her in in a wheelchair and The nurses were like, oh, this shouldn't, you know, this shouldn't be happening. What's going on? They admitted her. And a week later she passed to the day.
0: Hmm. So,
1: and I have to say that week in the hospital was, it was incredible. It, It, yeah, it was incredible Everyone, people came. You know, I was in denial very much so, and you know, Mum got a bit cranky with me, and she said, "You know, you need to, you need to get this. This is happening," which in itself is such a strength. Like to, to see her like saying that to me was shocked me. So I'm like, "No," and she's like, "You need to come to terms with this." And I went through my own process, and then once I did give up the control that I did have. Once I released it, that last week was beyond anything I could have imagined. We had moments, people came. um, You know, my my dad and mum divorced when I was 11. um, And he came, he came and he actually came, and and my stepmom and step sister and spent the week up on the coast and um, supported us you know they were cooking food and family came in and everyone came and slowly said goodbye and i can't like uh, ian i can't explain to you how amazing it was um but it was a week we went in for chemo and she didn't come out and i think that was yeah that was that was intense
0: yeah. oh getting... yeah Ting- tingles all over um I would to again, find that, like you're saying, how amazing that was. I remember one of my best mates, he had a really horrific head injury, like depressed fracture of his forehead, and you go in there and, and it's not a position you want to see someone in. No. Interestingly, he goes, it's not great to be in this situation, he goes, but he goes, I don't know if you call it from a spiritual perspective, he said, but the outpouring of love that I've received this week, is like nothing I've ever experienced, and it's been great. Yeah, it's like wow. wow. Like I remember really well. It's really stuck in my memory. But like, how do you think like that at that time? Like, but but when you don't know it until you're in the moment, right?
1: You don't. And I think you said this, touched on this before. Like when you release the control and surrender because you get well for me for me I got to a point where it was like okay days before I was taking sleeping pills because I couldn't sleep because I was so scared
0: Hmm.
1: and I went through a process of an energy process and I don't even know how to describe it but it was definitely a point where I totally surrendered and just went okay if this is it I've got to just be present with mum. And, you know, my mum, God bless her, she was what I describe as an earth angel. She did everything for everyone, put everyone first. Um, She was cracking jokes at the end. Like through that week, you know, she was just being her full authentic self, which gave us peace. Hmm. And, you know, I think a, a a, a lot of our... Peace came from her, which is remarkable. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, Are you happy for me to talk more about these sort of final moments?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, were you there with your mum?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people came, people came from Sydney, they came from all over um, and said their goodbyes because it was really clear. And I was staying at the hospital by that point and um, (laughs) the last friend left at about, I don't know, 9 o'clock that evening. At this point she was in her own room, Um, yeah, and I was, yeah, um, sleeping over. And I... I (laughs) We used to have our shows that we watched together, right? And so we were tucking and I tucked her in. And look, at the same time, she's very much on the morphine and, you know, she's there but not there as well. And um, so I, you know, got the recliner, moved it over and sat on the chair and I'm like, okay, cool, mum, we're going to watch a show or whatever. The nurse came in and said, you need to call the people that you want to say goodbye because it's imminent. And I'm just like, hang on, what? what do you mean? Like, we're about to watch our show. Like, what do you mean? And so I called my brother and he's like, what, what do you mean? Like, what I'm about to go to bed, you know, like, and not like I'm about, you know, I don't yeah. want to come, but it was Dis- like disbelief. disbelief. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, Oh gosh. Okay. So, you know, within the hour he was there and, and I know I smile because I, the, the, the experience was, I'm going to say spiritual experience for me and for my brother and sister-in-law who aren't, you know, as spiritual as I am, but they have their, you know, they have whatever they have, what they experienced as well was something that we still are like, what happened that night? So, you know, they came and look, I'm going to go pretty deep into this because. Um,
0: please please do.
1: Can I, yeah. Okay. So my, my best friend's also a medium um, and so, you know, she was along this journey with me and actually her, her dad was going through the same thing, just a bit, he was diagnosed mum. So, um, we were in the, we were in the room with her and mum was, she was there and I don't know if you've, yeah, she was, she was still there. My brother came in and, hugged her. And we're talking like someone that's like limp. She literally got the strength to lift her arm and pull him in, you know, like, yeah. And, um, you know, at moments we'd be, we sat there next to the bed, you know, on one side, on the other side, some, you know, and we just start talking we started reminiscing about life and sharing stories. And it was really incredible. And this is over. So this is about 11, 12 o'clock, um, at night like midnight and you know it was a waiting game and in those moments it became so raw and real and we weren't you know sitting around crying and sobbing we were just reminiscing we were just it was it was it it was a celebration of who she was and what she created for us I think that's the best way I can describe it and my my mum. I said to mum because her parents had passed and she she's widowed by her second husband, and I leant down to her and I said, "Mum, Nana and Poppy, they're gonna they're here and they're gonna take you across." Yeah, she's like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> Wow, and my brother, my sister-in-law, were just like, "What just happened?" So my best friend, I actually called her, and I'm like, "This is happening," you know. Um, She's like, "Yeah, your grandparents are there." I'm like, "Okay," and so then Mum kind of went back into you know this sleep and 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 everything, and then you know, so time was going on, and and the thing that spins us out to this day, I can't explain, is. As the time was getting closer, which, you know, we didn't know when what what, but it was getting closer and the three of us were sitting by the bed all on their chairs and we all fell asleep and all at the same time we fell asleep and I don't know how long we were out for but we woke up all at the same time and we looked at each other and we're like, what's happened? And the energy had shifted in the room, and I'm like, "Mum can't breathe!" Like, and I called the nurse, and I'm like, "She can't breathe!" And I felt like I had to get my finger in there and clear her throat. She said, "No, no, this is it." And within seconds, she was gone. Oh. <sighs> like I can't, I can't ask for a more amazing experience of. Witnessing a soul leaving, and it to be my mum is just beyond anything I could ask for.
0: The full body experience I just had then—it's nothing I've ever experienced before, and it's—it's just joy. It's like,
1: yeah, it's joy. It yeah. really is. And that's how people describe mum. And, look, I've had readings and mum's come through and people are like, readers are like, all I feel is joy. It's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then...
1: Yeah. That's who she is.
0: So uh, the reason I'm emotional now is because what you're describing and it's and it's incredible to give the listeners this gift because this is what it feels like when you have contact in that space from energy and yeah. you can't explain it and you might be listening going I don't necessarily believe this or I, I I'm struggling to comprehend this but again that's the knowing we talked about it's like i've had these same moments with my dad and it's like you can you can tell me that you don't believe it and you can tell me like i don't need you to validate it and i don't need you to, to dismiss it i just know what i know yeah. and like yeah. again like how, how did i know the word was joy because again because i'm yeah. just feeling yeah, yeah. Again. and it's like it's like a relief times a thousand yeah and it's like this is what's possible for us yeah. If we're prepared to be open to these experiences, it really is. So thank you for sharing that. Um, whew, wow. So was that kind of a gateway? Oh, I, I can't go any further because now I'm getting like a stabbing in my heart. So generally with
1: no uh, sure.
0: interviewers, I tiptoe around it, but I'm just going to go straight to it for you. So what's yeah. the what's the unresolved part of this that's still not sitting right from that whole experience?
1: Well, after. After that, it got pretty, you know, that was an amazing experience. But after that, it got, it was hard. You know, I went through the stages of grief. I didn't want to get up in the morning. You know, I vowed I was single at the time and um, I vowed I'd never get married because mum was never going to be there, you know. Um, you. I I feel like I went through, we all went through a stage because everyone, you know, the days after were a struggle, but you had support, right? And then when everyone leaves and you go back to your life, it's like shit. Now I sorry, now I have to face reality.
0: Swear all you like.
1: <laughs> now I've got to face reality. Now the thing that I look, my biggest fear, like I said before, the emotion that hit me hard was fear. And it was there was her fear of um Just being alone. I didn't want to be alone. And I'd moved in with mum and, you know, I think that for me it was at this point in my life, my dad and my stepmom and my stepsister, they had their unit. My brother and his wife, they had their unit. And then it was mum and I. And then all of a sudden mum's gone and it was like, well, you know, the human side of me went into that. What am I going to do? I can't go home to mum's home. What am I going to do? Like, and my brother, he just held me and he went, "You're coming to live with us." And I, like, in that, like, I just melted in that moment. I was like, "Oh my word!" Like, uh, yeah, Beautiful. I don't even have words to describe that.
0: Yeah, I would um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, so I felt supported, like definitely. But it was, it's the moments when you're alone. Um, but you know, now I look back and go, I had to go through this alone. Mm -hmm. Like I say alone. Yes. You, you, I have my best friend. I have my people. I have, it's those moments that. And look, maybe everyone on some level does go through it alone. Like, you know, your internal dialogue, but you know, moments I felt alone and then I threw myself back into work and then it was like, okay, I need to get out of here. And I, took off to Uganda. So that trip that I was planning, I took off to Uganda thinking I'm going to save Africa and, you know, all that stuff. And I went there to be healed. Like, but it was, you know, the first stage because that in itself was a journey. I was on the other side of the world, gosh, right up near the border of Sudan, like in the middle of nowhere. And there were moments where Mom presented herself so I knew she was with me and but the grief was still you know of course it was the beginning of the grief process so that was still there and I actually I was then going to Thailand and I was in Thailand and I was alone and I was with a group in Uganda so I felt very supported and it was older women. So I felt like you know, it was very much mum energy. And yeah. so that was amazing in the community. And, you know, that's a whole other conversation for another time, but I was in Thailand and I was on my own. And that's when it really hit me. I'm like, oh shit, I'm really alone here. Um, and it was one night I was in my hotel room and I was hysterical, sobbing. I couldn't stop. And I'm just like, mom, mom, you know, where are you? Where are you? And I'm laying there, and I just feel this energy hug me, like spoon me, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like you're you're really here,
0: <laughs> and it just
1: she engulfed me, and it's like a warm, golden hug, but just you're engulfed by this energy, and it was like, "Oh my gosh, what you know." she would at any opportunity she would show herself so I knew she was there and that helped and then um you know and then I I got the courage to you know and at 33 34 like you know you you know it's like you're living alone or married or whatever but grief stops you right like it stops you in your tracks so yeah um I then had another journey you know that I had to go on, which was to Israel, and that was the completion, what I feel very much personally, um, my own self-love journey, but also the journey of completion with the grief with mum, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you know, you still have moments, like I still have moments at Christmas, but they're more joy in rem- remembering that getting sad.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, so much to unpack there. I, I don't know if you saw my video that I put out like literally last night about the thing with grief is like exactly yeah. what you described then that so many would identify with. That, yeah, the, yeah. the two weeks of support that then yeah. slowly dries up or kind of quickly dries up and then you're left going, well, now what do I do?
1: Yeah.
0: What, what do I do? No yeah. one's helping me. Oh, I don't know what to do. And And like the trip to Uganda, like how yeah. awesome. I yeah. spent six years then running around in circles. Like you said, it stops you, it just yeah. stops you. And I think for so many that's what happens. It's like no. if you can – what I'm getting through this conversation is because you had this belief around energy already, that yeah. this is what grief could look like for yeah. everyone, yeah. to be able to move through it quickly, to be able to have these experiences like you're describing and I'm feeling in like incredible Amazing. ways. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's like, wow, like – how amazing and then <sighs> that moment of of being alone and and having to face that and then and then having that again that moment of confirmation like like you said I, I'd like to hear more about Israel because you said it was closure because I was again just ha- literally this morning like before I we, I was running a bit late because I, I came from a, a meeting and we were talking about this like my, my trip to Bali where it was like kind of like the completion I, I had I was given a vision. People have said, were you given uh, hallucinogens and whatever else? I'm like, yeah, maybe, but, I, again, I know what I experienced. I didn't willingly take anything, but it was yeah. a skilled skilled uh, healer who I got taken by someone who knew them, and this is like an invite-only sort of space, and and having that moment of closure with dad, from dad, that I'm okay yeah. Like yeah. you can you can rest assured that, that I'm okay and, and I, I don't know what it's like for anyone else, but for me it's like until you reach that moment, like can you get full closure? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So what was it about Israel that was the final piece for you?
1: Israel um, was interesting actually because I thought my Uganda – so my dad's South African and um, – we have, um, you know, way back in our family tree, um, the you know, um, our heritage is from Zulu clan. So I've been very attached to Africa and, you know, and I thought that was my place that I was going to go and heal. And, look, it was and it wasn't. And, you know, I came to peace with that. Um, and then... Oh, actually, before you – so I then – after after Uganda, a year later, I've, I left the industry that I was working in and started on the – kind of the – got more into the energy, like what I'm doing now. We'll get to that, though. So – but over that time, I took a year off and – I kept seeing Israel. Israel started calling me. I felt I had this calling to go to Israel. And no matter what I, you know, wherever I looked, you know, I'd be in the city and the two rabbis walked past me and I'm like, where do you see two rabbis in Sydney? You know, like things like that. Um, You know, you open the magazine and there's Jerusalem right there. it, It went on for, I don't know, a year. And it got more um, constant or consistent. And I just went, okay, I've got to go. And I'm like, okay. I, and I had a friend. I have a friend in Israel. So it made it a little bit easier because I tell you what, like trying to get into Israel as a, a, a what, 35-year-old female was had challenges in on its own. Um, but once I was there, I had moments like i was i had I had moments of complete peace um in Jordan and in i was I was um standing by the Sea of Galilee and by the actually just before that I was in a church within that area and you know if you know the Bible, I'm not um, Like, I don't go to church, but I know parts of the Bible. And so this this church was built around, you know, the story about where Jesus fed the people with a fish and a loaf of bread. Mm. So the rock that he stood on, the church is built around this rock. So, and again, whether you believe or don't believe is fine. But while I was in that church, I felt things that I can't explain. I sobbed like the night back in Thailand, and I'm just sitting there, and it was the most amazing, incredible energy. And then I went for I, once I'd finished crying, and I, it came out of nowhere, and then it just stopped, and it went on for about half an hour, and then I got off and left the church and walked. I just followed my, I just walked, followed my intuition, I guess, or whatever, and I stood, and I'm standing by the Sea of Galilee. I'm just standing there going, wow, I'm in the middle of Israel. Like, this is incredible. And then I felt this presence again.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then a few other things, you know, happened after that. And it was just I I was it was where the thing is the thing that feared me, that I was scared about most was being alone. And in that trip, I got that I wasn't alone. Be it mum or something else, I really got present too that I wasn't alone. And I was in a Bedouin camp overnight and, you know, you can imagine, I was just near Petra, I was just near Petra and you can imagine like the stars, like the sky, was absolutely incredible. So it's, you know, pitch black, you can see a small campfire, you can just see the tent and I kind of walked into the darkness And I looked up and I'm like looking up at the sky. I think I saw three shooting stars. Uh, I've never seen stars like this. And I just, again, another, yeah, another time where I just felt supported. And I was like, I'm not scared. Like, I'm not alone. And the fear's gone.
0: Mm. Oh. That's, oh, that's okay. There, you, you just explain something that I've had tr- trouble explaining. It's like people talk about worry about death and that sort of stuff. And, and then you hit that point. It's like when you have those moments where you're like, I just don't doesn't worry anymore. Like, but yeah, I know it's the knowing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So good. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. I was and then after
1: that, that, I came back and I met my husband. Like, the. Mm-hmm. The following you know three months yeah. after that like I you know it was it was it was incredible because I I really believed that I had to go through all of that on my
0: own yeah um I was drawn to to two things when you were talking about the the energy of that church I was uh talking to a client recently he was, he was describing his experience in a flotation tank oh yeah and, and he's lying there trying to force a, an experience trying to control the experience it's like it reminded me of homer, homer simpsons and when he's doing the same thing and then suddenly when you just surrender whether it's from boredom or whatever it is and then yeah. suddenly like your eyes open and it was like i was in a cave in bali again with a with a spiritual uh, healer She's like, this is a really magical cave and it's going to be an incredible experience. And so I'm in there trying to, like being a control freak, trying to, trying to go, okay, cool, this is going to be great. I just had the experience a couple of days before, which was amazing. So I'm like, okay, cool, this is going to be amazing. And I'm sitting there going, this is shit. Like, this is the worst cave ever. What am I doing wrong? You know, all those different thoughts. And I went, you know what? I've had a pretty good experience. I'll just sit here and write out the time. Bang. The moment I did that, full blown visuals.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. What?
0: Like
1: it's crazy, right? But you just—it's yeah. getting out of your head. Like we're so in our heads. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it, yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, you just—you have got to get it to your heart.
0: Yeah, and and for those, if you've made it this far, then you're doing well because you must be a bit more than curious. But for those who maybe don't necessarily buy into the spiritual aspect, look at it from your unconscious. Yeah. You're slowing down your mind long enough to tap into whatever exactly. that is within you that has this infinite gift to give you visuals, information, feelings, whatever. Yeah. Now, you don't have to fully understand it, but if you're just open to the fact that regardless of where it comes from, who or what or how you want to describe it, it's there, and everyone's had the experiences. So uh, thank you so much, Elky, for for really – Shining such a bright light on it through your own experience. Wow. Did not expect this today, but of course, 11, 11 11. 11. <laughs> and we deliberately made sure we were having this conversation at 11. So, who? where to from there? So, okay, while we're being fully... uh while well, we're being fully woo woo and, and right out there, I just keep getting irritation down the right hand side of my body, which is usually a mirror of the left. So, what, when you were talking about your mum, it was all on the left side of the face. And then Israel was the right, was like, say, left ankle. So, so what is significant, do you know, about the left hand side? Is, uh, yeah, what it's was that? Feminine, Sorry?
1: Your feminine side
0: yeah so whatever you just thought then i just completely took my breath away like as in struggling to breathe is it is it a, is it a link it to depends. your mom or yes. you, talked about yes. your, you talked about your mum at the at the end there not being able to breathe so what um, <sighs> that's all right we'll come back to it might not need to know the answer to that at this point <laughs> Um, okay, so of all of that experience was was there a moment or a or a particular time where suddenly just moment of clarity where you're like, okay, I've actually got to go on a different path now, like yeah, yeah, and what moment was that?
1: It was um, it was all around. I, it was after Uganda, um, before Israel, and it was like, okay, I I need to get out of this. It was it was all, it was about. What's my purpose? Why am I here? What do I need to bring? And it's not. I knew it wasn't the industry that I was in. Um, and it was actually sally Ann who introduced me to um, IAN, um, the Institute of Interne- uh, Integrative Health. And I'm like, I don't, you know, it, I've always been that person that I'm the, I'll listen to people and I, you know, support them through their journey and everything. But I didn't want to go down the counselling route. Like it was, that wasn't, I didn't want to do that. It didn't inspire me, but I knew that, you know, it was almost like the food that you eat or what, you know, everything in nature can support your health. You know, you can heal, you know, the whole Louise Hay, I was very much into Louise Hay and, you know, Wayne Dyer and all that. And it's like, okay, I found the thing nutrition and there's that element of counselling, this is it, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and, I, you know, I, I believed it, I definitely, you know, had had believed this before for a really long time, really long time. And I'd found it. So that was the beginning of that journey. It was like, yes, this is it. This is what I'm doing. And a few years before mum passed, I kind of discovered the energy in my my hands or not in my hands because they're not, that I was channeling and I'm like, oh, what is this? And at the time I had a friend that she guided me through like, you know, reiki or energy healing and so i you know i put my hand on someone and they're like what's that what are you doing and i'm like oh, i don't know what are you feeling and so you know i started practicing reiki and all of that and um so i knew there was the reiki the energy i felt energy i my intuition from a very early age like 10 if not younger younger than 10 but i didn't understand it at that time, you know, and I think when the knowing, sometimes you get caught up in, oh, is that my gut or is that my head? You know? So it's been a bit of a journey there. But I definitely knew it was around nutrition, energy, how do I bring that together? And it was being when everything was, you know, the new, the new age or, you know, Reiki, people didn't really go and have Reiki back then so you know to i didn't it's like how am i going to make an income out of this and and leave you know my job fully so um i did you know i i guess i it, it's been 10 years it has been 10 years since no that that point of what is my purpose and really defining what it is and most recently i um completely left as advertising because I did go back. Corporate, money, all that stuff, you know. Yep. And I left this year and I went, I'm now working at a naturopathy clinic and um, they specialise in genetics. So they're going deeper than, you know, most naturopaths. Yeah. And what's happening now is, I'm starting to work with them, with some patients, because the patients are at a crossroads or they've they've stopped. The naturopaths are struggling to um, get them to the next stage and everyone is telling them that it's trauma, they need to work on the trauma. And that's what I'm doing with them. I'm working with, through energy, I'm working on shifting their trauma and getting some incredible results which is very exciting.
0: Mm. So while you were talking, I got, uh, you are talking about your dad, I got like right ankle pain or well, your, yeah, my left, but your right. Yeah. So it's like, um, this, and you even mentioned the word support and it's like, it's that masculine, feminine, oh, and there goes my left ankle again. It's that masculine, feminine support. Maybe, I don't know if it's predominantly women you're working with, but it's like. It's like the – there's probably a conversation for the two of us after this, but it's like it, made, it suddenly made more sense, right? It's like yeah. um, your journey with both your parents, so we don't need to go into the details around whatever your relationship looks like with your dad because like it's, it's not about that. This is your story, but we all have different mm-hmm. stories with our parents and it's like those different elements once we experience them and we know how to come out the other side and – of course, it's going to make it so much easier easier for us to guide other people. So yeah. for those who are curious or maybe have no idea what energy healing looks like, can you uh, explain in a way that people might understand some context?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, Reiki energy healing is... You feel energy through, like if I place my hand on you, you'll feel a comfort, warmth that is a healing energy. So you literally feel I don't necessarily have to be touching you. Like I could be, you know, or I could be touching. Either way, it's it's mm-hmm. the same. Um, and it's channeled, so it's not from me. It's through me. Yep. Um, it's, I mean... It could be that you feel warmth, or a tingle, or you feel like you're being hugged, or you're, you know, that warmth from a bath, or um, when you feel the wind on your body. Like it's different for everyone. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Then there's other modalities. So one of my other modalities is sight. K. Which is working on subconscious limiting beliefs, and this is what I use to shift trauma um, how do how do I explain that? That's bringing your brain back into a whole brain state and it's done through a balance. and look, magic happens that I can't even explain, um, but it is very much science and spirituality coming together um and it's like Bruce Lipton, Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenza, yeah, a whole epigenetic yeah conversation. Yeah. Um, but I get you know, and I, I have clients that I had a client the other day um, where she's like, "I'm like, come and see me, we can shift this," and she's like, "Okay, I'm not, I've never really done this, but yeah, I guess that she had trust in me and she came and." She couldn't explain it, but she knew something had shifted.
0: Oh, that in itself could be the part that's the key. People want to understand it. They want to be able to explain it. Yeah. Some things can't be explained. They can't be explained. (laughs) They have to be felt.
1: Different, yeah, they have to be felt and it's different for everyone, you know. Um, But the one thing that's really clear is because I'll say sit in that position until you feel a shift physically, mentally or emotionally and they, you know, they'll go into that and they've got their eyes closed. They all open their eyes when it's done and I know that it's done because I'll muscle test. So they know and it's them tapping in when they don't even realise they're tapping in.
0: Mm. Um, again, it's the knowing. It's uh, um, you probably don't even need to muscle test because you already know, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, what you described there—every modality I've been to, using science, kinesiology, um, acupuncture, or, or whatever it's
1: been—it's
0: mm. those that have mixed the science with the spiritual, which which have given yeah. me the best results. Yeah they don't try and dumb down what they do. They just own it for what it is. Like here's what I've learned. Here's my, all my credentials years of study. But when I bring this element in, like I remember like the first kinesiologist I saw, he's like, he's I'm, pro, I'm processing something and he's like burping and, I'm like, what? Why does that keep happening? Is oh, that's all right? I'm just clearing. Well, I'm, I'm glad I got. I'm glad I got what I got, which is coughing rather than um <laughs> rather than yeah. the thing. Because I would imagine that would be quite uncomfortable. <laughs> but, but I guess it's it's whatever. It is what it is. Um, well, there so many so many uh, different thoughts and. You've stumped me. That's a, that's a rarity. Um, have you, are you familiar with uh, German new medicine? No. Talking about a mixture of spirit- spirituality and um, medicine. There's uh, a, a doctor there who his son passed away suddenly and he gets testicular cancer six months later. We talked about this last episode, so for those who are listening to every episode, I apologise. We can't have the same ground, but it's good to to go over it again. And he goes, "Well, oh, that's not that's not normal. Like, what? It's too much of a coincidence." So he starts studying, and he does this big clinical size study of all the people who have had testicular cancer, and he found the common theme, which was a, a death of a child or pet or a similar sort of death moment. He's like wow. fascinating. So, of course, what did he do? He went and did a study on every single type of cancer, disease, everything. Same thing. What is the common pattern? Wow. I know, right? And so, and so, uh, yeah, it looks at everything a whole different way. It doesn't mean that we necessarily could have changed yeah. things from the yeah. past. Some things are just meant to happen. Yeah. But going forward from today, what can we know? What can we learn from, again, something you mentioned, the body talking to us. The body will tell us what's going on rather than fighting it and resisting it and, like, I've got to get rid of this pain or I've got to get rid of this. Just, okay, I no, just can we sit with like,
1: yeah, it? Yeah. yeah.
0: And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then you go to see someone like Elkie who will help you to sit with it so that you can. Yeah. Not necessarily understand it, but you will know, you will get some kind of confirmation that there's a shift. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the thing is, you know, and I and I I know this through muscle testing. Your body knows. Yeah. More than you know, what your mind does when it, it it's there. We hold on to muscle I and mean. we it yeah. knows. And I, I just yeah.
0: Yeah. I taught my daughter that the other week. Uh She's like wanting an answer on something. I said I'll oh, just do this. I like, just do the body pendulum, the simple swaying forward or back for a yes or no. And she yeah. went, "What?" She goes, "Can you do any question?" I'm like, "Anything." And she's like, so excited. She's got herself a pendulum, and and oh, uh, that's- like, yeah, that's- the body will talk to us in so many different ways if we just yeah. learn to appreciate. You, you talked about the 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 uh, temple in in Israel, and, and that's where Jesus apparently um, had that yeah. miracle. Wasn't he just the original energy healer? Maybe not Absolute even original, maybe crazy. not even original. Just like he was probably, yeah, yeah. Many, many before, but uh, yeah. he was just but very, I think good good was
1: it. back then, right? Like,
0: exactly, um, yeah.
1: yeah, laying yeah.
0: hands, healing yeah. the sick. Oh, yeah. go, go figure, yeah, it just makes total sense.
1: It's total sense to me,
0: too. <laughs> um, apologies for the religious people who do that just, um yeah anyway yep. <laughs> sorry, not sorry <laughs> um, yeah stumped anyway, I don't know where we go from here, so I guess maybe it's just it's the the only thing left is uh wh- where can people find you um and maybe a little bit more about what you what you help what the sort of things that you help people with
1: yeah so i i um yeah, so I'm an energetic healing facilitator. That's why I'm calling myself. Um, my modalities are Reiki, K, um, integrative nutrition. Um, I do more in the energy work than the the nutrition work, but again, you know, it, it, everything's got to be balanced, right? So, depending on the person, I'll look at all all aspects. Yeah. Um, I work, so I have my business. Be your happy that you can see there. Um, and I have a website, and I, look, this this very much is focused on the self-love, the self-acceptance and all of that. Um, however, the trauma is the thing that even though people will come to me for something's up, I don't know what it is, at the end of the day, it's trauma. And when we talk about trauma and PTSD, you know, I used to relate PTSD to war veterans. Yeah. Paramedics, cops, and go, you know, I can't say that I've got PTSD because I don't experience on that level. But at the end of the day, it's all relative, right? So yes. we all have trauma, whether it's through grief, through, you know, that dog that bit you when you were five and you haven't, and now you're scared of dogs and you don't know why. Um so it's once we clear the trauma, then it's time to heal. Um, so that's that's what I'm working on with people. So I have my business, but You're Happy, and I also work um, at a naturopathy clinic, clinic called MTHFR Support, and I'm working with naturopaths there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And we'll make sure you, we get your links there in the notes so people can find them. The what you touched on there with trauma, it's like everyone experiences PTSD. You think about what we've just been through the last two yeah. and a half years collectively. Like yeah. no one was unscathed from that. No way. It was something that was brought to your attention, whether it was like realizing that maybe you don't want to be rushing around in your life anymore. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you found a new job. Whatever it, whatever it was. Mm. There, there is something there, and or reiterate what I've been seem to be doing nearly every conversation at the moment. It's like, this does not mean that you've got some deep dark secret that you will find no. out if you do this. It's, it's not how it is. It's like, oh, there, it's there'll be something really quite minor that, that is causing you trauma in inverted commas yeah. because of a pattern of behavior that's still playing out. And that's, yeah. that's, that's the it. shift. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and look, it, it may not, this is the thing, it may not look you the person may not relate it as a traumatic experience. It could be, you know, oh, look at the smallest thing, and you've touched on this before as well. You someone said something to you and you turned it into something else, and that's now your subconscious limiting belief. Yep. It's the what it's the we work, I work on the things that you don't know that are there. And it's just it's digging to find out through conversation where you're getting stopped because you hear it, right? Like you would hear it with with clients where they're getting stopped and even though they don't realize, and you you know and you work on that and it's like wow, magic happens.
0: Yeah. It's it's yeah. why we both know that it's important to get help elsewhere as well, because you can't see it when you're in it.
1: Yeah, you can really can't.
0: Yeah.
1: I know, and I that's for me as well, like, and I'm sure.
0: Yeah but so, you like
1: you've yeah. got a yeah you I've got my person you've got your person
0: 100% yeah. 100% yeah. Um Elki wow what a conversation thank you for sharing oh, so you. openly about uh, what just an incredible experiences and what what a blessing for you to have have gone through that in in such a positive space and be able to help your family with that through that and um, and yeah, thank you for sharing the uh, your journey back after going through that grief. Um, amazing! Uh, that was like that was an experience for me. I got to say, <laughs> they all are in their unique ways, but that one from a full body experience. Whew! Wanted to rest after that. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. I My pleasure.
1: It. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. I hope uh, for your first time you. Uh, you enjoyed the experience
1: it was fantastic good was great Glad. thank you
0: well i hope you enjoyed this episode of the grief code podcast thank you so much for listening please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too if you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief let's chat email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com you can also stay connected with me by joining the grief code community